Hello and welcome to Dairy Pod. I'm Madison Langley from Dairy Australia, bringing you this latest episode. Have you ever considered a role being an ambassador for your industry? A chance to showcase your authentic and lived experiences on farm to those who may not know much about the daily life or practices of a dairy farmer. Well, you're about to meet two passionate industry representatives doing just that. Lucy Collins from West Victoria and Joe Hammond from Tasmania are both participants of the Dairy Australia Farmer Ambassador Program. They have joined Dairy Australia's Senior Community Engagement Advisor, Jess Phillips, to talk about the importance of promoting the dairy industry and the value in sharing details from their lives to strengthen community trust. Lucy and Joey share their personal perspectives on what drives the need for marketing of the dairy industry, the value they see in the Farmer Ambassador Program and what being an industry ambassador actually entails. Hear about their experiences in the program from some nervous beginnings, unsure of what it means to be an industry ambassador, to the personal growth and confidence found in sharing unique and authentic stories and why others should take that first step and get involved. Hello and welcome Joy and Lucy. Um, thanks so much for taking the time to be here today and talk um, to me about industry promotion. Before we jump right into the discussion, tell us a little bit about yourselves, um, your dairy farming experience and when or how you got started as industry dairy ambassadors. Lucy, let's start with you. Cool. Um, hey, Jess, and hey to all your listeners. Um, so I'm coming to you from Western Victoria, uh, where I'm dairy farming with my husband, Matt, and his family. We're milking um, just shy of 700 cows at the moment. We're autumn calving herd. Um, and I'm also a dairy vet. Um, so I was in practice for about seven years, but I've um, recently uh, changed jobs and I'm now um, working for a milk processor. Fabulous. Thank you. Um, and Joey? Hi, yeah, I'm Joey uh, from northern central Tasmania. Um, <clears throat> been on a dairy, a family dairy farm all my life, basically. Um, so I started working full time straight after school um, and have been a partner in the business for the last 10 years or so. Um, so in partnership with my uncle. Uh, well, I got involved in the ambassador program because um, you just rang and um, asked if I would like to. Uh, and I generally have a policy of saying yes to most things. And I didn't really know what I was getting involved in. Um, but yeah, so that's how it sort of started. Just the willingness to say yes to something. And um, yeah, here we are. And, and we really appreciate you saying yes, so thank you. Um, yeah, great to have you both and some great backgrounds. They're really lucky to have passionate people like you wanting to see great outcomes for the industry. So what made you decide to get more directly involved in promoting dairy? Lucy. Um, yeah, it's a really good question, Jess. I think for me, I spent a long time kind of soul searching. I've been um, involved with da dairy my whole life in different um, ways, but never really had a clear kind of clear cut pathway onto farm. Um, I didn't, I grew up working for farms locally and, and sort of living on a farm, but not, not in a way that I was ever going to have um, like a clear, you know, family succession or, or roll onto a farm. And um, I guess it's taken me a long time to feel um, 
like a like I do have like I've found my space in dairy I've always been you know really passionate about it um but yeah I guess I I sort of probably initially did a lot of soul searching around well you know what does it mean to be a part of the dairy industry do I call myself a dairy farmer all those kind of you know big tricky questions um and then I sort of realised, well, how many other people are actually out there probably like me that, you know, I think if the dairy industry just um, relied on people that are kind of born and bred um, and, and do have those kind of pathways laid out ahead of them, then it would be a, a relatively narrow um, pool of people and it's probably not sustainable long-term to expect that that's the way the industry will look. So I guess I got to the point where I felt like, yeah, you know, I am I am really passionate about this industry and I've got, a, you know, I think a, a different pathway into it um, and how many other people are out there like me who could benefit from from hearing um, stories like mine, I suppose. Yeah, awesome. And, yeah, you're so right, we do need um, that diversity of background, um, yeah, so that it is attractive to not just one type of person but all walks of life. Um, Joey, anything to add there? Uh, well, I guess for me, um, I sort of wanted to change people's perception of our industry. Um, I've always wanted to be a dairy farmer and I still sometimes ask myself, is there something else maybe I'd prefer to do? And I actually can't think of anything. Um, so I love the industry and I just get a little bit, um, I guess, disappointed when you hear you know maybe people that aren't involved in the industry say maybe some ignorant things because they they don't know and there is that disconnect between you know metro and and rural Australia um so for me you know I was just frustrated I want to tell people you know the good things um and I think when you do explain what you do you know, understand it, and and they um, they maybe change their perception of the industry because you know that maybe they've been told mistruths about the industry or um, seen things on social media that maybe aren't quite true. Um, so for me, that was a big part of it. Thank you both. Um, and what is the biggest thing you've learnt or taken out of the Farmer Ambassador Program? Um, and in other areas that you've been promoting the industry? I'll start with you this time, Joey. Um, I guess, well, one of the things I learned from doing the, the program, well, one of the things we got told to start thinking about and in a way to approach people is um, the shared value space. So at some point we all, you know, um, cross over a value or a perception where we meet each other. Um, so you might have to do some digging, but somewhere along the line we have got some shared values and trying to um, tap into those to at least start a conversation um, and then expand on, on things. So whether it's, whether it's the animal welfare side of things, you know, people might have the misconception that, you know, we don't, we don't have a good track record there or we don't care about our animals, but, you know, they're worried about our animals, but so are we. So yeah. there you can start with a shared value and then 
expand on that and um, explain that we can't do this without our animals. We love our animals. So um, I think just doing some some digging to see where that shared value is and then start from there. Yeah, so and has that, you mentioned earlier your frustrations and that's why you got into the in, into industry promotion. So um, would perhaps learning that concept of shared values and being more inquisitive and asking more questions of consumers, um, that, w- that was a big takeaway for you? Yeah, I think, you know, previously I would probably just get angry or annoyed at people that had a slightly different view to me. Um, so now just to, you know, take that deep breath and think, okay, somewhere, you know, we do have a shared value and um, it might just be different backgrounds that maybe, you know, maybe they've been told something and so they just take that on. Whereas, you know, if we both care about something, well, then we can have an open dialogue. It's not, you know, me getting my back up and um, just shutting off or, um, getting frustrated, but we can actually talk. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Um, and Lucy, what are some of the um, takeaways or things that you've learned from being part of the program? Um, I think opportunities to kind of direct my enthusiasm and um, and just that there are so many different ways that you can connect on um, common or shared values. Like Joey said, it's not, um, you know, this, yeah, this, there's something out there for everyone in terms of opportunity to connect. It doesn't have to be just one, you know, it doesn't have to be a social media platform or a podcast or whatever. There's so many different ways that you can, that you can do that. And it, um, yeah, even, even if it's only small, it can still be really meaningful. Um, I think, um also that probably the other thing that I've learned or that the ambassador program helped me help take me on a journey of was that um your your voice is important and and your voice represents you and I think I kind of had a bit of anxiety at the start that you know I was this ambassador for the whole industry and I needed to represent everyone in all facets of the industry and um I think the program and just by you know sheer participation I've realized that um you know, I, I can represent my my core values and and my experience, and that's that's all that's um, really required of me, I suppose. Or all anyone can ask of me is that I'm doing that to the best of my ability. And and the more different people across dairy that are sharing their unique stories, um, the more powerful it is. Um, so I think it probably just helped take a little bit of that anxiety out of what it means to be an ambassador, or you know how how you have to present in that space maybe <laughs> awesome I'm really glad that you've taken that away from it because it is um yeah it's supposed to be tailor-made so um just playing to each individual's strengths passions comfort levels um so yeah really thrilled to hear that you've taken that away <laughs> and um, I just touch on that as well Jess you know I, I felt similar like when you first asked you know to be a dairy ambassador and I was just like know what can I offer and um so do it going through the program and I think everyone in the group that I was in probably had similar feelings um but when you get there and and you go through right what what are your strengths what are your interests and um everyone has a slightly different um strength or a, a slightly different um particular interest within the industry so you don't have to be that 
overarching ambassador for the whole industry, you can tap into what you're good at, what you feel comfortable with, um, and and in doing that, you come across as confident. Um, and I think during our um, the program that I was in, and I hope they don't mind me saying, but there was people in our group, you know, they were terrified of public speaking, which most people are, seeing the transformation from someone literally shaking, trying to deliver a um, very short speech to, you know, the end of the day, they've delivered a passionate, confident speech. Um, and they may not have to do that to be an ambassador, but it just gave you confidence, you know, to talk about your strength and, and what you're really interested in. So you sort of took that pressure away. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, and you're right. You, like you, you won't, you won't, we won't throw you into the lion's den and ask you to stand in front of a live TV recording if that's not where you want to be, but just um, small levels of training to kind of build your confidence in areas um, where you can speak your authentic story, which will resonate with um, various members of the public. Um, and I, I guess that's why we need um, more, you know, not just a, a, a small group of ambassadors, we need more farmers to speak up um, because, you know, different stories resonate with different um, different people. And have your experiences matched your expectations from when you started? I guess we've spoken a little bit about that um, in the, in the way that you thought that you had to be the poster child of the Australian dairy industry, but um, in actual fact, you can just speak your own truth. Um, in any in, in any other ways, have you have what's matched your expectations? I'm not sure I had many expectations. I probably didn't really know what I was saying yes to. Similar to Joey, I just thought I'll just yep, it's an opportunity that's come my way, so. Um, I'll explore it. Um, I think the the some of the people that I've met and the stories that they've got to tell and the um, you know the passion that they have or the energy that they've got for for whatever their um, particular area of interest is within the industry and the stories behind how they've got there have I probably just didn't um, anticipate that that would be something that I would get out of it or get to learn. So the connections that yeah we've all made is really nice. Great. Enjoy. Um, yeah, again, I didn't have a lot of expectation because I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. But I think looking, I'm definitely glad I did it. Definitely got some um, really good training, especially in the the media side of it. Um, you know how to do an interview, how to do a speech, um, because you know. You can always tell, you know, when you listen to an interview with a with a farmer, you know, you can tell that they're nervous. And um, so just to have those little bits of training, um, just to be able to calm yourself and just talk about what what you love, what you're interested in, and um, and know that it's okay to say no to things as well. If you don't think that's in your wheelhouse, it's okay to say no to something. Um, and maybe pass it on to someone who might be a bit stronger in that area as well. Yeah, it's a great point. Thank you. 
Um, so changing gears a little bit, in recent years, industry marketing has shifted to be more transparent and demonstrate that what matters to the community matters to us too. Um, and we are using the sustainability framework commitments as evidence to back this up. And it looks like the strategy is working. Um, the latest consumer tracking research shows that 76% of Australians trust the industry, which is the highest it's been in a decade, which is great to see. Um, Lucy, how important is it to share the work that we're doing in caring for our animals and how do you get your message across? Yeah, Jess, this is where I start to get really fired up, I think. So specifically for me um, within the sustainability framework, that goal number seven around best care of animals for, for all of life, that's where I start to really feel, um, I guess, energised and and excited about, um, the, again, that kind of opportunity to connect on um, shared values or common values around care of animals. Fundamentally, they are such um, an important part of our business. Um, without them, we don't, we don't make milk. Um, so I guess, again, initially I thought that really needed to be these, you know, picture-perfect um, messages that were coming out loud and clear and, and um, strategic and targeted, and I've realised that it's just about um, having conversations and, um, uh, you know, sharing that we care, the um, the data that shows that we are um, over time improving our um, consumer trust um, is really encouraging. There's obviously always more work to be done in that space and I think really that is just showing, you know, um, at an individual farm level so even what we're doing, what care looks like. Um, there's uh, plenty of... Um, evidence out there that now that sort of shows that we can't educate away consumer concerns um, around animal care on farms just by providing information alone. It's not enough. It's about engaging, um, engaging with our consumers and our communities and, um, yeah, I guess showing that we care too and that we're not, you know, we're not always perfect but um, we're on a, a path of continuous improvement and, and, yeah, we're aiming to do the best that we can for our animals every day. So, um, for me, very important. <laughs> awesome. And as we know, the community are increasingly conscious of making sustainable food choices. What are some of the ways that farmers can demonstrate their commitment to protecting the environment? I think um, it's important for the dairy industry as a whole, and I think I think we've done a relatively good job of it of being on the front foot and doing things. Um, before we get made to do things. Um, so I think if you look back, you know, at tail docking, at dehorning, you know, we've, we've um, had policies in the industry come in before governments come and make, make us do them. So I think, you know, that in itself shows that, you know, we are committed. Um, yes, we've got more things we can do. But, you know, there's programs and initiatives in, you know, around waterways, fencing, fencing up waterways, um, you know, research going into um, low emission feeds, all that sort of stuff, which is, you know, we're trying to be on the front foot and get, get ahead of um, policies before we get made to do them. And I think that just shows that we actually do care. I know promoting... Dairy as a rewarding career is something that you are really passionate about. Um, you were involved in the Dairy Jobs Matter campaign, which is currently running. Tell us how you 
Well, tell us why you got involved and um, what was the experience of filming? Uh, well, I got involved again because um, <laughs> someone rang me up and said, do you want to do this? And again, my policies usually say yes to these things. So, Can I just um, jump in there and say I rang you specifically because I knew that you were passionate about this and that is okay. what the program's about. <laughs> yeah. I guess for me, you know, my experience in the industry and, you know, essentially starting out with nothing and then, um, you know, to where I am now, I just think that's a really good story to tell. Um, you know, yes, I've had the family background, um, but there's so many examples in the industry of people coming in with nothing um, and building a career, building equity, building wealth. Um, so I just think that's a really good story to tell and I just get a bit of a kick out of um, seeing, like young people especially, just having a crack um, and I just get really excited about where they could end up and, you know, if I can, if I can help that or provide, provide that training or provide some encouragement to them, then, you know, that's, that's where I see my role in this ambassador program as well. Yeah. And one of your famous lines from the ad is the sky's the limit. Uh, so <laughs> um, just what, perhaps one of, what are some of the misconceptions that people, non-dairy people might have about the industry and um, you've spoken before about wealth creation and equity, like t- tell us a little bit about that. I guess I used to get frustrated with um, the perception that that dairy farming or farming in general was for people that weren't smart enough to go to uni or weren't smart enough to get, you know, a high-paying job in the city. But I just want to be able to tell that story that, yes, you can create a really good career and and create a really good business opportunity in the dairy industry. And there is a perception that if you aren't, in the industry with family already, then there's no opportunity for you or there's no pathway. And I think there's some really good examples of people coming in with no experience and no connections in the industry and getting a long way in the, in the industry and creating a really good, good career and a really good business. The experience of filming was a real eye-opener for me. It was um, a lot more involved than what I thought when I turned up, um, you know, so it was very professional, um, like a big deal, um, felt slightly out of place there. Um, and then obviously seeing seeing Jonathan Brown and, and his um, attitude toward it and his um, how professional he was and how thorough he was and how much he actually cared. Um, so I think, you know, he's been a really good ambassador for our industry. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely an eye-opener and um, it was quite daunting, but, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. It'll be interesting to see because I actually don't know how, you know, if it is having the effect that, um, you know, we wanted. Um, I definitely, I've definitely got messages from people, you know, on the mainland that aren't in... Um, a rural setting, they're definitely metro. Um, and, you know, they were messaging me saying they've seen the ad and 
Um, so it definitely seems to be hitting the target audience. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if you've actually had any um, people looking for jobs. Yeah, well, it's actually um, it's gone really well, which we're pleased to see, and um, the tracking is showing really positive results um, with a 10% increase in regional adults looking for work on a farm. Um, and we've had 230,000 people visit the Dairy Jobs Matter website and we've just launched a dairy jobs board so that farmers can list their jobs free in a central point for job seekers. So um, things are tracking really well, which is which is great to see. Each region has a workforce attraction lead um, who are who are basically joining job seekers with farmers, um, and and this jobs board also helps to do that. Engaging our future consumers and employees about dairy industry is also really important. Um, dairy Australia's Discover Dairy program provides free curriculum linked resources to teachers to take dairy into the classroom, um, along with the Picasso Cows and Virtual Reality programs. Um, Joy might ask you, what are some of the ways that ambassadors are getting involved in the school space? I think um, Picasso Cows has been a really good one. Um, I think it's been really successful. Um, so we did it at um, my kids' school this year, um, they didn't know about it. Um, so we sort of floated the idea and, and I think schools are really happy to take something on where they get provided with, with the material. Um, so they were really keen. Um, so it was actually my son's class that did it, grade two class. Um, so yeah, I went in at the end of their program and, and, um, showed some videos and uh, unfortunately they couldn't, they were hoping to come on farm, but it was when uh, the foot and mouth was quite a big issue and so they didn't come on farm, but we took some videos in and um, just explained what we did. And like seeing that, I think it is actually really needed because, you know, the questions that got asked by these grade two kids, some of them are quite staggering and you think, well, People should know these things. Like one of the questions was, you know, what what products are made from cow's milk? And some of the some of the things that got called out, they were quite staggering. And I think one kid thought gravy came out of cows. Um, so that was a little bit disturbing. Um, I've not heard that one before. Interesting. <laughs> so and eggs was another one. They thought eggs were made out of milk. Um, so I think it just highlights that there is a bit of a gap and a growing gap between urban Australia and rural Australia, where the things that we take for granted that kids should know by the time they're in grade two, they just don't have that connection. Um, so I think the Picasso cows is a, is a great one. Awesome. Um, Lucy, did you have anything to add there? Have you had much involvement in schools in your community or 
how not um not so much in schools but um through um I'm a farmer director on the board for West Vic Dairy we've been able to um kind of experience the the virtual reality technology that's being taken into schools and it's amazing it's mind-boggling <laughs> I mean there was there was literally a room full of farmers just having this amazing immersive interactive experience with, um sort of virtually touring a farm and um it was actually really fun Jess and probably one of my highlights from um um, some of the work that we've done together, um, doing one of the, the voiceovers um, on how grass gets turned into milk and seeing that, um, seeing how that kind of virtual reality can bring that to life um, for kids is pretty cool. So, I, like, I personally, we don't have children and um, I'm not um, not super well connected um, to school communities, but just seeing the um, possibilities for that technology at a school level but also beyond is is really exciting, I reckon, and, um, yeah, it's it's pretty cool to to think about the ways in which that that could be utilised in the future, even from a you know a training perspective as well. It's really cool. Yeah, hundred percent. Thank you for sharing that. Um, bring it back to the ambassador program. Um, what are some of the aspects of the program that were specifically valuable to you? We've kind of touched on this a little bit, um, but I'll I'll shoot to you, Joey. I think for me, what I got out of the ambassador program was. Probably more of the the media training um, that seems to be where I get asked to do most things. Um, so I definitely wouldn't have said it's a strength. Well, I didn't think it was a strength, but um, I suppose when you keep getting asked to do similar things, then maybe maybe that is something that you're slightly good at. Um, I definitely don't seek those things out, but. Again, you know, if I get asked, I tend to say yes. I think um, one of the important things, you know, that we got um, told was, you know, about being genuine and not trying to be someone that you're not. Um, and so to lean into your, you know, the character traits that you've got um, because people respond respond better to when you're being genuine and they can tell when you're trying to be someone that you're not. And so for me, you know, I like to joke around and, and have a laugh. And I think, I think, you know, maybe that makes me a little bit more approachable and um, probably gets me into trouble sometimes of being, um, of joking when it's probably not appropriate to <laughs> joke. But, um, you know, I think that's just an example of, of leaning into to who you are and, and what your strengths are and what, um yeah trying not to be somebody else and you know to be the perfect person to front up to media but you know try and be relaxed and and be yourself as much as you can be yeah great one thank you um and lucy any standout points that were specifically valuable to you from the program um i think just that kind of reassurance um that yeah it's okay to be a little bit vulnerable as an ambassador and and you know as long as you're showing up and doing your best then yeah it doesn't you know nobody's perfect I suppose and and probably just the yeah um empowering me to feel like I do um I do have a voice and I do you know you can't be what you can't see and 
um, hopefully there's people that can see people like Joey and myself and go, yeah, actually, like, you know, maybe one day I, I might want to look like them or um, some some aspect of our journey through dairy um, resonates with someone. Um, and, yeah, I guess it's that, like we sort of said at the start, that real kind of power in, in the collective um, experience and, and energy. So, yeah, just enjoyed being part of it and it's been a really empowering experience. Thanks, Lucy. Um, and finally, what advice would you have for those farmers interested in getting more involved in industry promotion, um, either in their communities or through the Ambassador Program? Um, we'll stay with you, Lucy. Um, I think like we've already said, Joey and I are probably approaching most things with the attitude of just saying yes. Um, obviously, um, with the caveat that you um, are self-aware enough to to recognize any boundaries that you might have so if, if there are you know um, ambassadorial duties that don't don't align with um, how you would like to show up um, for yourself for your business for your community for your industry whatever then then it's okay to say no um, and yeah I guess just just get involved and have a crack the more um, different you know, the more diversity and, and different kind of stories we can share as an industry, the the better it is for everyone. And I, I do genuinely now think um, that we all have a responsibility to, to kind of show up in whatever form that looks like. So, yeah, that's probably. <laughs> Thank you, Lizzie. And, and would, you, would you recommend it? Would you recommend the program to other farmers? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And not just, um, not just those that, you know, it's not just about sharing our story on social media or, um, you know, I think that it's going to take a whole range of ages and stages and experience and, yeah, um, appetite for for sharing their story to, to, yeah, I guess get the most out of the program. So don't, don't look at it and think, oh, that's not for me. I'm, you know, I'm not at the start of my dairy journey or... I don't use Facebook or whatever it might be, or I'm not a polished public speaker on stage. Um, yeah, doesn't mean that your story is not, not worth sharing. Awesome. And same question for you, Joey. Yeah, I think, again, you know, we both touched on it about the, you know, just saying yes to things. And I think the ambassador program is a good opportunity because you get provided with some training and um, with no, expectation that you must do something or so you can go and get the training and, and you'll you'll soon find out you know what things you're interested in what things you might be good at um, in that ambassador role but there's definitely no obligation behind it either um, and you'll you'll definitely see very quickly um, your weaknesses are someone else's strength in the in that group um, so again I think going into it not not thinking you have to be, you know, that all-round polished, perfect ambassador. You can just stick to things that's in your wheelhouse that you're confident with, that you're passionate about, and and the things that you're not really good at. There's going to be someone that can do those things really well. So yeah, just not be panicked or or worried about um, trying to do everything well. You just stick to what you're good at, what you're interested in. Um, and go from there but just just say yes it's a good 
guess I really liked that the program did allow that the round I went through did allow for sort of some customization as well. So not just sticking to the things that you're good at, but if you did recognize um, that there were areas that you wanted to be better in. Um, so, you know, be that public speaking or, you know, writing a blog post or whatever that might be, that there was opportunities to kind of challenge yourself and, and grow some skills in that area as well. Awesome. Thank you. And, yeah, I'll just let everyone know that our next intake of ambassadors um, and workshops is coming up this March. So um, to anyone who might be interested in becoming a farmer ambassador or nominating someone you know, please email me, um, jessphillips at jess.phillips at dairyaustralia.com.au. And that, I think, wraps us up. So thank you again, both of you, for taking the time out of your day to come and chat with me. Um, it was really nice to hear your perspectives and I really look forward to seeing the work that you continue to do to support our industry. So thank you and have a great day. Thanks. Thanks, Jess. If you would like to find out more about Dairy Australia's Farmer Ambassador Program and how to get involved, visit www.dairyaustralia.com.au forward slash Farmer Ambassadors. We've also placed the link in the episode notes. We hope you have enjoyed this episode and remember there's plenty more where that came from. Subscribe to Dairy Pod on your favourite podcasting platform. If you have any questions or ideas for future episodes, please get in touch with us by emailing dairypod at dairyaustralia.com.au. Thank you for listening and until next time, bye for now.